Motherfucker. What's up, guys? No matter where you are in the world, you're a motherfucker. And I'm your motherfucker. Your MDGED. Motherfucking underground cartoon therapy. <laughs> thanks for joining in. And thanks for tuning in. And stay the fuck tuned in, motherfucker. <laughs> All over the world. You gotta tune in, man. Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> Uh-oh. We'll be right back. Today's episode brought to you by and in a consideration with Yeah, we're at fucking IHOP doing a podcast, me and Josh. Yes. <laughs> Testing. Live undead at the IHOP, man. Fucking. Oh, you know what I scored yesterday at a garage sale, dude? Did you go to the one that was down the street from you? There was one down the street from me. Okay, yes. So tell me what you got because I didn't. I, I didn't, got the. I avoided it. The best of Metal Blade Volume 1 from 1986 Ooh. with the original Slayer uh, cuts, Merciful Fate. Dude, wow. That's uh, Dude, it was sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's the original oh, Circle of the Tyrants, like the Celtic Frost uh, cuts oh, yes, yes. on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. it's so sick, dude. Back when there were still albums. I can, I mean, like, like they were still making albums. I went through this entire bin, and there's some decent stuff, and he actually had stuff that I had that I got from my uncle, you know? Mm. And, uh... On vinyl, there, or, or... Everything uh, is like, Yeah, he just had a box of records. Had, oh, so he had LPs. Okay, nice. He had a $5 box, and he was like, and then I got ones in the back that are worth more or whatever. But I went through there, and I saw that metal blade, and I was like, oh... Hell no. Dude, that's fantastic. It's so rare. It's such a rare album. And I, you know. It's like a $120 album. Is it really? Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, because like, well, volume two is like $80, $90 range. So Hmm. I figured you put at least 30 bucks on that motherfucker. Let it roll up. Yeah. But Uh, to have Slayer on there, those original Slayers. 
when they were just kids. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's that's nice. Uh, yeah, I, I can't believe the. Well, you know, and it should have been snatched up. Yeah. Period. I think this one, guess, but that's the thing is people don't necessarily know what they're looking at. Yeah. Right? Well, this one woman rolled up and was going through the records basically right after I did. There were some Blue Oyster Cult, some Alice Cooper. There was some decent stuff in there, you know. Mm -hmm. But at uh, getting that metal blade, I was just like, oh my god! So, I just I haven't seen that thing since I was in high school. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we're recording Alvin IHOP, guys. So. <laughs> Thank you. And then, what can I get you guys? Uh, I think we're just going to do the coffee. I told it? you, we're the simplest. Yeah, we're, we're going to be the simply. I love you guys. Yeah, oh, we love you too. Thank yeah, you. Like you. <laughs> Thank you, dear. You're welcome. Maybe some more sugar. Yeah, thanks, love. Yeah, you, last night was like. Oh. Okay, so yesterday was just a crazy day because I scored that record. Right, so you're on the high of, of, of finding a cool LP. And even though I got a, I ended up getting, your MDGED did get a gun, in fact, pulled on him. It makes the 11th official time I've had a gun pulled on me in my life. Can't fucking believe it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Eleven times, man, my neighbor, and he, <laughs> he's stressed out, dude, and he's just like, he thinks that the upstairs neighbors are fucking serial killers. And I had the one guy on an episode, even. Their neighbor? Or like One of the guys he's complaining about. about. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yes, it's yes, called yes. the Seth Metal episode. You guys can go back and listen to that. It's decent. It's just the ramblings of a 31-year-old fucking, metalhead. you know, Tennessee metalhead, you know. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's it, like a blood type. Yeah, it is like a blood type, right? And it's all right, but the guy was supposed to like hook me up with uh, the band Neurosis and all this stuff, and big promises. You've never heard of Neurosis? No, no, Neurosis. Oh. I thought you said the roses. No, no, not the roses. Uh, neurosis. Uh, and um, actually, I was supposed to have like the drummer's brother on an episode, starting there, and to see how it went, and then maybe work our way up the. Neurosis food chain or whatever, but it sure, never sure. it never happened. The guy flaked out, and then I live in the same building with him, and he just got to make it uncomfortable and be like, "Oh, I, I'm not even gonna really talk to you," and you know, or yeah, it, my friend, my friend was in a, a pretty <laughs> good band called Cactus Jaw, um, but he basically grew up like you know working with and for uh, Pantera. Oh yeah, and so um, yeah. Anyways, bands are funny. Well, you know, I might have some guys from some bands later on on some episodes coming up. I might get uh, my buddy Jim Dungheap from Denver, who uh, is the lead of the old band uh, Lion Bitch and the Restraining Orders. And that happens to be my mom's favorite band. That's fantastic. Yeah, my mom I, I loves it. I haven't heard of them. Well, if I can get him. I, I wrote to him. I, you know, he's going to take his sweet cocky rock star time getting back to me. Well, that's cool. Here's to him. Cheers. Here. Uh, cheers. Here's to here's to uh, ongoing show. Uh, we're now at what, what number? I think we're at twenty one thousand seven hundred listeners. Uh, but which show number is this? One. This one. This is like one eighty eight, one eighty nine, something like that. Pitching. And I there's still twenty that aren't out yet. 
20 so you know i'll release them over time most of them are from season six technically we're in season eight I mean, okay I, I was curious I, I, 24 episodes per season so okay yeah. okay keeping it old school keeping it old school <laughs> <laughs> but your neighbor my neighbor has some kind of mental malfunctioning. He wanted to see your kitchen very desperately. <laughs> he came in with his arms into my fucking place, and I, you know, I could see through the door that he had a weapon before I even opened it, you know? And I knew something was up. And he just came in, and, and he was just gangbanging me, man, like initiating me into his, like, making sure I was cool. You were in the crazy crew now? I thought that's really what it was. <laughs> and he's waving the gun in my face, and he's like, Dude, I... I know you with them, man. Da, 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 da. That and I sounds was like, like a bad acid trip. Yeah, it was like a bad acid trip, but I, I was like dealing with it. You know, it's like somehow I have seen this repeatedly through my life. Mm. You I'm know? sorry. That's I, that, I've definitely dealt with my, you know, or had dealings with deranged, but I keep that shit at like a 300 <laughs> foot, you know, 3,000 foot level. Like uh, that's over there. Even, even I mean, only because, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. It was well, like these trying times. You well, know? Yeah, totally, yes. Well, when, <laughs> my friend and I ducked off into an alley once to go to the bathroom. It was on a very populated, like, um, bar street. And so we ducked off to basically go in the alley. Yeah. And um, this guy, like, followed us for, like, a block. You know, we we're kind of following the alley behind, you know, behind the, you know, but we we're following the alleyway down. And after, like, two blocks, Kind of like somewhat closed the distance on us, though he wasn't like, you know, people, it was the alleyway, people walked it. You yeah. Know? So it wasn't, you know, but it got close. And so whenever we got like to one of the streets, uh, you know, people had kind of masked up and letting out of bars and things like that. And uh, he got kind of like caught up with us and we went across and we basically caught up with us again wherever we were entering the alleyway on the other side of the street. And he basically ended up looking at his shirt and showing us the yeah, gun. Yeah. And it was like, uh, okay, cool, man. You know, so we didn't really, we just kind of like acknowledged him, but, and we're at that point, like, we kind of like, we're like, okay, well, we're going to go this way now. So, yeah. like, at that point, we ended up, um, it was weird because right there on the corner, uh, was my friend Jamie in his pickup truck, and we basically hopped in the back. We were like, basically, like, hey, Jamie, he was like, just like, like, basically dove in, dove, dove in his truck bed, uh, and basically said, just go, 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 go. So he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Ended up getting out to the next block, and um, we hopped out, and um, down in the corner was my girlfriend from high school's dad, who's a cop. Wow. And I was like, I went immediately up to him. It was John. Like, this guy, blah, blah, blah. We do our round, everything, whatever. You know, basically end up hours, something later. We go back to our car, and there's six cop cars. Three of them have their spotlights on the guy, like, in the back seat. And uh, they're like, is that him? <laughs> we were like, it was like, it was like you know, behind <coughs> lights. So there's no way the guy, yeah. you know, ID'd us. And it was like, we're like, yeah, totally. So it was like. Completely weird, weird and surreal, and that is the one and only time I've had any flash steel. Yes. Nope. I had. Uh, yeah. I can't even. I've been in the vicinity of stupid things, but nothing directly yeah. related one to one to me, and that was it. 
Yeah, this it's been a while. Like I think the last time it happened, and there was Number like Number Eleven, though. Yeah, because the tenth you time almost... was in Lyons, Colorado. I <laughs> and the guy jumped in the truck and was just like, and had a hand Did cannon. This guy had a hand. The guy last night, he only had like a no. twenty-two or some oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I was, you know. To where I was able to be like, you know, I took his hand, like I said, and I did the Punisher move. And I put the gun up to my head. And I was just like, go ahead, do it, man. You know? And he wasn't going to do it. Yeah. No. no. It Instead, he gave me weed. No. And I've smoked, like, a, a chunk of it already. But, you know, it was just some... Get, he, he wanted to make sure I was just... Whatever. Well, I guess it was a good a way bit, to almost lo- go to... A little bit Looney Tunes and... You know, my mom was like, "Call the crisis line. He's probably hurting. He's probably like, you know, he probably does need like the, a chance to cool probably off needs or, to be around or or be engaged with them whenever." Uh, that's too loud. That's, that's uh, a little loud. Sorry, that was, like, <laughs> I clicked on it, what I thought was an image, and turns out to be a very teeny tiny video. <laughs> like, oh. WTF. Okay. That's why I was like, it's so tiny and small. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it just took the adrenaline out of me, so I think it was the first time I've had to call a friend for, like, all right, I gotta go get some coffee, coffee, or go sit down. Man, that's... And doing a podcast about it the next day, you know, it's... Yeah, so it's, it's like someone punching in the adrenaline glands. Yeah, I mean... That's not cool. I handled it. No, well, he, you do handle it. <laughs> he did not see the gigantic, uh, you know, butcher knife yeah, I had. I was going to say six inches of steel <laughs> waiting for him. Yeah, hidden up my sleeve, you know. You, you've seen Dune. I didn't, no, not a Dune fan. You haven't, but the, the original Dune. You know, I did see the original Dune. Well, the, yeah. You know, thinking it was going to be the good. Lynch one. And it was, you know, I guess according to, like, if you like that, the Dune storyline, many people do. It's very popular, well, but I heard that this last one didn't even get a good review anyway. From the yeah, Dune fans, that's what I heard it from. It, no, it's good, but it's it, it's they try to be more authentic to the original. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, it's it almost was like a remake of David Lynch's Dune. That's what like, it is. Nearly shot for shot, and. Uh, it was just very, very upsetting that, 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 like, you know, they threw other things from the books in there and whatnot, so it felt a lot more like the book, and the, but other things that completely just failed at, and it was, uh, I don't know, it's, it was a cool story, it's a weird story. Yep, I have. I'm not saying it's the best science fiction ever, but it's because it, they kind of go off the rails. The new stuff that um, who is it? Uh, is it Sanderson and, uh, and and Herbert Son. Really? I don't know. Essentially, they're prequels to yeah. Dune, and they're like infinitely better than the original books. Okay, that's what I was just. Well, say. there you I'll go, get, Dune, Dune. Dune fans. <laughs> oh, there you go, Dune like, fans. My son actually watched was watching the new ones un- unpushed by me, so that's, <laughs> and so that's I'll, I just. It was interesting that like he actually went for it, so it was cool. Now I did watch the new Harley Quinn uh, cartoon. Did you finish him? I didn't finish him. I just got to the second episode, and that was it. Okay. It, and you know, well, I liked it. it you know, nice. I, any any cartoon that cusses like that, <laughs> I'm down with. Yeah. So 
there's it had its uh, plus sides um and i liked the, how it was like poison ivy and uh harley quinn are like friends but it's yeah. almost like in the uh uh what was the name of that cartoon with the chick that was the spin-off from beavis and butthead darla daria, daria. daria. it was it was daria it was yeah. daria that cussed Yes. With the superheroes, that's what it was. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because even the it way that they... Ludicrous, yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's the same scripting. It's exactly how Daria would be if you were watching an episode of Daria. And if you were watching Daria and it was the Daria characters, you'd be like, okay. But when you watch the Harley Quinn, I'm not putting it down. It's original, but it's not. You know, it's Daria. <laughs> it's the, the exact scripting, almost like. Well, the, it, 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 you know, it has lots of things are formulaic in that sense. You know? Yeah, that's true. It's, well, Daria was successful, man. It had like what three or four seasons, or at least. Yeah, at I least. didn't watch it. It was I, I was I was too busy gallivanting around to bother to set the VCR <laughs> to tape. Beavis and Butthead or Daria. I was so just hoping I've only that seen a lot of them in reruns. I was hoping that Beavis and Butthead would have just shown up on an episode of Daria one time. That would have been great. That's cool. Yeah. You know. Well, but um, Daria did did Hank Hill? I mean Hank Hill. Um, Mike Judge. Mike Judge didn't do Daria, did he? No, he wasn't on it. I don't think. Oh. And you can tell by the animation too, because it's more blocky or. You know, it has this blockier feel on it, you know. Well, it had some more stylized beast huh? butthead, but still. I'm sure he had some creative output on it, you know. Mm. Coming from that whole, well, this is what Daria really is, you know. She's that nerd in the back of the class that just watches Beavis and Butthead destroy everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I love that whole thing, man. Mike Judge is still great. Pretty much everything he's done has been have you seen, phenomenal. Have you seen Tales from the Tour Bus? Was that Mike Judge? Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he directs it and animates it and stuff. Oh, not yet. Now so I have to. Oh, it's... I didn't know about it. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's actually... Hey, miss. Refills with the accoutrement, whatever. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Um... But uh, no, so it's band members and roadie, roadie guys and all types of security and whatnot. But they do country music legends and then like funk legends. So uh, there is like all kinds of amazing stories, and it's yeah. basically animated. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, but he uses that kind of like weird uh, Skinner Darkly rotoscope. You know how okay. the, you know. What, what was his name? The guy who did uh, uh, Bank, Bank and Baskin? Yeah, Ralph Baskin. With the... The Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. The, you know how they did the animate over live film? Was that the Bank and... Uh, ba- or, uh, God damn it. I can't even... Uh, that's his Baskin, wasn't it? Rankin Bass? Rankin Bass? Rankin Baskin? Baskin? No, it's Rankin Dash Bass. Is that it? No, but we know what we're talking about. Go look it up. Go look it up. <laughs> I sent them on a wild goose chase already. Now they're going to run into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes, and it's like, oh, yeah, man, no, that, that animation's, like, awesome. That's Ray Harryhausen level. Someone like, just bought that. Um, that, uh, that franchise? Or? No, they bought the actual, like, uh, puppet from the, that oh, was wow. used. 
What, what, which one was it? It was Santa Claus and it was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, wow. That's dope. I, I had, saw it on Antiques. I had, antiques all, I had all the figures. Yeah. I had Mr. and Mrs. Claus. They made them, right? You know, Mr. Freeze. I remember that. Meister. I remember that series. Cheers. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh. And maybe that's more sugar? Sugar. <laughs> sugar coming up. <laughs> Get these guys sugar-nated. We got a podcast to do. We're, all, we're not even 20 things. minutes in we yet. Should just, we should have poured it all just in the pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then that way. IVs. It'll we'll, we'll just come out that way. One day they're going to make the IVs, and you can just get the coffee that IV. That will be your, your, your actual, that will be part of your chip. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, your chip information is how you like your coffee. Oh. Lots of cream, lots of sugar. It's already red on you. Oh yeah, and that's, you gotta, it's like just that's the only way you can malfunct the chip is to be like, I decided to get a decaffeinated <laughs> green mint tea latte. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want a, uh, uh, I want like eighty-seven percent foam, <laughs> yeah. and I want it to be one hundred and forty-eight degrees. And put that little heart thing going through it with the little bow and arrow going through the heart that on the top to be top a of the foam yeah. shape. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Or the Riddler question mark will do. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever you can do. Yeah. Something. We can something. do a question mark. That's why. Yes, I love the question Did you see that 11 minutes of the Joker footage that wasn't in the... Absolutely not. Oh, my God. Is this, is this Batman 2.0? It's Batman 2.0. We're going to get a little bit into that because... My child, my eldest, went to go see it recently, so I, I asked for them to get, you know, tell me what they thought, so... No, he goes to the Joker to find out who the Riddler is. And he's like, I want you to tell me what his brain's like, you know, or whatever. And But they show more like close-up. In, in Arkham? Yeah, it's in that same cell that he's in. No, it's not. So that has far more relevance, so now it makes sense of what got cut. Yeah. That's donkey. But I liked how he kind of looked. He looked more screwed up than any other Joker. Just, he looked... Really messed up, dude. He's well, you know, the Joker pretty fucked had, up. Joker's had a bad time of things. You know, I mean, I'm not saying he's not deserving of some of the angst he gets because he's definitely an agent of chaos, and he's like, he's like, he's like, you know, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you know, he's just, just zany, and he doesn't give two hoots and does whatever he wants. There is like a. A, a smidge of Heath Ledger Joker in this guy's performance too. I guess it's kind of hard to get around it once you know. You can't, you can't ignore it, but at the yeah. same time, it's like you know, that's what happens when you get a, you know. But you there's this part where he's all like, he's a nobody, and he sounds just it. It could have been Heath Ledger saying yeah. it, you know, yeah. like it was just this one line, yeah, that but kind of delivery. Uh huh. But the way he looks, the way he's just so messed up, he just looks so. Crazy. Is he actually credited? I uh. In the movie. I guess so. You know, um, I have. I'm not sure about they, that one. They give him a name. I know that uh, Matt Reeves or whatever. Before he put it out, he said there was going to be. He uh, he said before it came Wait, out did that. Did you actually remember the director's name now? That's I just remember the guy's name. Yeah, I know. That's it. <laughs> Finally. Well, three three weeks. It only later. took it, it took three weeks and it was on an accident. I think it was the sugar. It was, <laughs> probably was. Caffeine's finally kicking. Caffeine's kicking. Yeah. Well, after you get... Here's to having guns pulled on you, and the next day, recovering from your adrenaline OD. Yes, yes. That's never fun. Like I It is I, the first time I put a loaded gun to the middle of my head. 
that, and it wasn't by, uh, it was by my own hand. It wasn't that way, though. It was just, hey, I just told him. I said, hey, do it. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, I watched The uh, the Devil, oh, no, wait, what was it called? All right, we're going to switch subjects real fast. Yes, no, we're, we're, no, because this is relevant. <laughs> it's relevant. Okay, it's, good. So, it, it, oh, the something, the flesh, and the devil is what it was called. And it was what year is it? it 1959. Uh, Belafonte is the star. He is a some type of miner, and he gets trapped underground. It's like a cave-in, and there's essentially like a, a nuclear war happens. Mm. But it wasn't a tradi- tr- you know traditional bombs. It was basically like something that basically killed off like almost everybody in the entire population of the entire world. Yeah. And it was like some like strontium two thirty nine released in the upper atmosphere goes through and basically like. It only has like you know five days, and it's like half, you know, its half life is like five days. But basically, like everybody in the planet basically dies. Oh yeah. He's he's in a cave in, and so like fifty percent of the movie is him just walking around, eventually making his way to New York, and then he ends up finding this woman. It becomes a race relation thing, uh, but it was done well, and you know it was poignant. But then this other guy shows up, and it becomes this whole big thing. And the other guy turns, of course, he's a cad. You know, he's just a POS, and, and so, but the he ends up basically pointing a gun at him, you know, and he's like, go on, and he's like, you know, do it, you can do it, and the guy basically throws the gun away, and he's like, you know, I would have if you were afraid, you know, and so it was like, as there was an interesting thing to say, it was like, well, if he was afraid, he would have shot him. This guy wasn't afraid, and neither were you, so I'm glad you were in control of the situation. I was in control of it. I just didn't like getting blocked in my kitchen by this fool. Well, trust you me, know, nobody I, wants that. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been around and experienced people that are on drugs that are psychotic. Hey, man, I think the show's been helping out, just doing the show with the Collective Topics. Doing the shows I've done with you and my mom, it's been all over the board. We've done comic books, but then we've had these serious issues, you know. And, well, this and, is our first serious, you know, yeah, you know, I I uh, wanted to do this one while it was fresh. Like, hey, I just this shit happened to me last night. Oh yeah, yeah. I scored That's... some fucking weed out of it. <laughs> I hey, was like, yeah, well, I should get guns pulled on me more often. Fuck if I can get weed out of it. No, then you're gonna end up becoming some type of weird geek. That, you know, it's like do whatever. You know, as long as you, this is how I get paid. It definitely gives gun smoke a new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Was that was that a ricochet? <laughs> it was facing my. It was a, a rim shot. It was, it was actually shot. in my in the middle of my face. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I guess that would have been. That's where it was. Yeah. That would have been a rim yeah, shot. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. I gotta tell you real quick. Um, in that awful cartoon that I've been watching that I finished called Hot Streets. Oh yeah. They uh, <laughs> there's basically like a new chief in charge of like the team. You know the you know the classic. You know we fired your boss. And we're getting a new boss. <laughs> And the guy, he goes, remember, remember the hot street motto? He goes, tip to the lip. <laughs> I was like, what? Tip to the lip? No. It's like, it was just so awful and crass and, and suggestive and multi-meaning and things like that. It's like, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It just came to me as I was about to drink. Oh, man. The lip of the coffee. Hey, you know what I just saw on Antiques Roadshow, too, by the way? No. 
this guy, I don't know if it was an older episode, they were just rerunning, but a guy selling a, a copy of Avengers 1. Oh. And 2. How much did they go, or what was his estimates? Were they like... The Avengers 1 was going for like 5 to 7. So I thought it was like maybe 2013. Oh, that's wicked old, dude. Like, yeah. And the, when I moved to Florida, man, comics like exploded... And like everybody was sending off, anything was like five or uh, and above yeah. to go get graded. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy that uh, that, that I went to was in this comic book shop, and he was he was cool. And it's like I send enough of them in that next time I send them in, I'll, you, know, you still have to pay for your fee, but I yeah. won't like I won't charge you basically shipping and handling. You know, because I send a, I send a, I was like that's cool. So I have I have X Men. Number eight, uh, Daredevil number one. I have Avengers like eleven, and then I have some scattering. I maybe have some other valuable books, but I don't know. But I mean, like, but I got rid of my New Mutants eighty four recently. But I put that in in a long box just to basically make them take the whole long box. Do you know you're you got a pretty good Daredevil collection? I don't have a good Daredevil collection. I just have number one. Do you? I have, I have some. I have the Frank Miller ones the some of the ones because those i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna rip those off and make t-shirts out of them yeah yeah that's a good idea <laughs> that, that art on the frank miller <laughs> yeah. daredevils it's is awesome like, i mean it's like it's iconic you know and it's like oh i thought so they captured they it pretty good too had, never had that on shirts <clears throat> i thought they captured it pretty good on the netflix I adaption of it myself by admitting i'm gonna commit a crime well <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna borrow it. I'll I'll change. I'll flip the image. You know, is that is that fair, Frank? You know, you're don't be you're a digging dead. your grave. Just hey, man, I'm taking an artist. You could have shut I, up I about it five no, minutes ago. I can't do that. Can't. I'm the guy. I'm I'm the criminal that laughs while well, doing something bad. I just so. have to say, Adamir MDGED and affiliates do not necessarily condone the following. All right, thanks. Make your disclaimer. I had to make my disclaimer. Underground cartoon therapy is not responsible for this dude's now. Will you actually talk plagiarism like micro machines? <laughs> I wish I could talk like micro machine motherfucker like that. That would be you fucking him? great. He was on like Real People. Yeah. Oh god. And like that's incredible. Skip Stevenson. You know, I was just talking about Skip Stevenson on. Uh, he was there in ABC Studios when the Carpenters magically reappeared. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. The about Clatu. Clatu. Yeah. Uh, that's a real thing, man. I ha you guys can go back and listen to the great Alien reveal episode. It, I think it's the last episode of season two. It's either season one or season two. I don't know. Go look it up. But uh, hey, you know what? You need to do uh, Skip Stevenson. Huh? You should do season covers. Season covers. Yeah, for each of your seasons, and and delineate them with different bits of your art. Well, you know, how the seasons actually ended up being and how I had to go back and just put them in, in file well, just well. recently. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was, just, well, you know, uh, CBS infiltrated my library and stole half my material out of my library. If I hadn't made drafts, they would have gotten those all together. So I do have some forbidden material out there still. CBS is not the law, and they can suck my nuts. Hey. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> you can say the same words without being perfect. They can suck all eight of them. 
Christ. They can be divine. <laughs> Just set the gun out. Use the proper terms. Yeah, well, I will be releasing that with my mom. We're going to re-edit the material. It's going to come out. The truth, will, the truth is out there. Man. Scholar and Maldi. We'll be right the fuck back, guys. Brought to you in consideration and shit by... I love Scholar and Moldy. In fact, the Y Files are like probably my favorite TV show. You know? Uh, no. Uh, ep- uh, season 4, episode 13 or 14 or whatever, The Peacocks. Yeah. Did you watch X Files? No. I watched the. Uh, were you talking about the movie? No. Oh. <laughs> no, the show. You know what I my said season four episode like twelve or thirteen. It's like have you, I kind you of ever re- seen the, I think I know what that that one actually specifically. This is, it's called the Peacocks. It was basically it starts with a sorry you can fiddle with that. Um, there's a um, there's a uh, there's a family who basically haven't left their property in like forty five years or something right. like that. And so essentially it's just a bunch of incestuous mutant hillbillies that live in the I think like, I do know mansion. that. Yes, I remember that. I remember this episode. I remember this. The 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 matriarch is on a on one of those little uh, mechanics. Somewhere in those schwag stoner yeah. days. Oh man. Before Kind Bud was around all together, you know. And you were smoking schwag weed and you were watching X Files at night. And that was it. You know, oh, were you like there, man? <laughs> I, I was like totally there. I saw it all go down. My favorite one from back Cerulean in the day Blue. was Jack Cerulean Black Blue. as the guy who was electrocuted by the lightning or whatever and had powers over the electricity. It wasn't ele- Jack Black. Yeah, it was. It was like season one it episode. Was, uh, it was the guy, the skinny kid. No, it was Jack Black. Look it up. Look it up right now. So Jack um, Black, like I thought it was like know, season I, one I, or well, season I two. He was in one, but there was one. It was one or season no, one or on. two, man. Who's the Who's the skinny guy? God, yeah, I, I can't ever remember his name. He was. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. You keep keep talking. Here. <laughs> anyway, Jack Black gets this electricity power, and he's like a kid working at an arcade or whatever. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about, and I don't think that's him. It almost reminds me of that amazing Spider Friends episode with the. Can I just talk about how whatever. awesome I think Barry Pepper is, and uh, he's like in so, so has so many random things. Well, we're we're not talking about Barry no, Pepper right no, now. No, it's it's not. I know. But <laughs> I, you don't have a thing for for the B guys, you know, the B side. The B side guys. So, um, uh, Ted. You know, Bill and Ted. Okay. Not Keanu, but the other one. He's he's very Alex Winters. He's very underrated <laughs> and not appreciated. You killed Marco. Ah. 
No. You know I met Alex Winter? Did you? That's the guy, the guy I'm talking about? The guy who's like... Bill and Ted's? The guy who created The Idiot Box, one of the best TV shows ever on. You saw the movie Freaked? Of course. Mr. T had a me- mental breakdown during that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, they made him wear that pink tutu. And they found him out on Highway 101, like, having a nervous breakdown oh. about it. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, he told the story at the 30th. I thought it was like the 30th anniversary of Freaked at a family theater in Hollywood. I got to actually do some volunteer work there. And him and uh, the woman that's in Freaked, and uh, I can't remember these guys' names, but a few people that were in there, and they were with Alex Winter, and they told the stories, and how, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Keanu Reeves is not accredited in the credits. Yeah, he's, he's Jojo the dog face. And he's not in the credits. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's listed as someone And else. he didn't know it for years until Alex Winter was like, Oh, remember that old thing? That's who you're thinking of. That's that's the electric kid. That's the kid who worked at the arcade. Well, I remember one with Jack Black, so that's some Mandela bullshit. Well, I'll look it up. But that's that's the kid. Darren Oswald, I will never know your It was name. totally Jack I've Black. Seen you, I've seen it was totally Jack I've Black. I've seen him in like <laughs> dozens of of movies and shows. Why don't you type in Jack Black X Files? I'm just gonna do that right now. Instead of like trying to. Um, <laughs> B-A-T-C-H, I knew which episode it was, and so I fact checked and put you down. Now I'm gonna let's put get this that in. Jack Black going. I'm fixing to. I'm sure you're not thinking of him in, from Mars Attacks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I know he was in Mars Attacks. He's like they come in peace. Jack Black X Files. He was the guy. He was he was huffing dung. He was the duff, uh, dung huffer. The dung huffer. Do you remember the dung huffers? No. Cool. Thank you. Thank man. you. Season three, episode three. <laughs> After deaths are attributed to lightning, Mulder and Scully determine that a team who survived a lightning strike strike may be the murderer. Oh. So lightning strike. Whereas the kid, the other electric kid, he was both electric teenagers. Yeah. The kid I was thinking of was electrocuted, but like electrocuted in an arcade or something like that. There was there was some video games in that one. Man, that no. I think no. These, these are the these are the guys who were huffing dung. No. Wrong. Well, I'm I'm I'll, I'll go back and watch it because the next look after I put that in, I put in. I put in Jack Black X-Files, and it came out with the episode you're thinking of. And then right under it is the episode I'm talking about. So, oh yeah, Shaka. You know, I'm thankful to have you here today, man. Maybe they're in the same freaking episode. Cheers. I'm glad. You know? It's nice to have a friend after a hard night like that, because even if you do make it through something like that, it really does tax you, dude. Well, you need some decompression to yeah. normalcy. Yeah. You know? No, it was a little intense, even for your dear doctor, so... Sorry, I was just thinking about fan, being down several fathoms and whether or not it would be like, you know, how horribly <laughs> and uncomfortable that would be. It was not, it wasn't cool, man. No. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, it's, you know, we're... we're I was ready to put this guy in a coma, man. I really am proud of myself for this level of restraint that I've learned over the years. <clears throat> I'm just glad. You know, it's glad I've learned how to 
not react and even in intense situations like that i was armed oh yeah yeah it's your home it's my home this is where i'm at for a minute another another few days yeah i know it's been freaky deaky and then i'm gonna go living on the first yeah and then i'm gonna go cut an album i think i think somewhere between the first and the in the eighth probably because I'm gonna get some kind of deal on a, on, on getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. I gotta set up like a ride to Marion Airport so I can get the hell out of here, you know. Uh, but Have you uh, flown out of Marion before? I came in, and my landlord actually picked picked me up from there, so that was pretty cool. I guess he really wanted to just you know get the pl place rented. <laughs> Please. But I told him I put up a big deal about it, and you know he finally like got back to me and. I got in, so hell, I think I did everything I was supposed to do in this. I'll end up doing the episode called the Secondary at some point, you know. But uh, you know, that's in the future. And right now, I'm just like, I didn't think the rock and roll album was gonna even be a blip on the screen, you know. Mm. But my my drummer from the episode Black and Goat Tongue, guys, go listen to that. That's pretty good. Um, and, uh, you know, he hadn't actually heard the demo in 21 years since we had recorded it. The thing's immaculate. That's it's cool. a perfect demo. It's a perfect demo. Five songs, uh, five people in the band. I had to train three of them. Three of them flaked out, and me and John really got the, got, you know, kind of was fucked over or whatever and didn't get to explore past what we were capable of doing at that point, you know, so I guess we're going to go ahead and put this thing out 21 years later. <laughs> I'm going to take it to L.A. I got some people in L.A., whatever. Cool. Well. I'll definitely be recording uh, Suicidal Tendencies today. I got the band Suicidal Tendencies coming on today. Really? How'd, yep. that, how'd you pull that? Because I'm friends with the roadie. Oh, nice. Daniel. And uh, my my buddy Daniel's going to be on the show, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, who knows what order these shows will come out in, but if you hear this, maybe the show already came out, or maybe it hasn't yet. Who knows? Right. So. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that, yeah. You yeah. Haven't, you haven't actually, I guess, technically watermarked or stamped it yet, any particular number or whatever. They're doing two shows, one out of Van Nuys and one out of Venice. So. Oh, my God. Well, you were doing... What was it? You recorded, what, three or four shows one time? Yeah. In a day? So. Oh, yeah, I've done some pretty over-the-top stuff as far as what I thought I was capable of doing. I've already surpassed all that. So <laughs> whatever I'm doing now, I'm just making it up as I go along. That's it, you know. Oh, that's cool. I mean, what is it? Remember we talked to Adam and Tish yeah. over at... Um, their gallery. Yeah. Bomb. I did call them I, back. Did you? Yeah. Cool. They, I never got a hold back. I, I, I'm sure they'll come around. I, I, Probably. I, I, you know, um, but, um, oh, Balderdash. I was going to say something about them and what, what, oh, oh, just making it, what was it, past the 50th or past, more than six, six, you know, 50 episodes or past six months and doing podcasts. 
and you're still at it, you've already hit like some success rate in the sense of people who abandoned it. Yeah. So it's been in and out. That's really cool. It's been the old in out in out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a good Roger. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's been you know, total trial and error. By the way, I remember. Do you remember the New Year's resolution I said that you should have? Adios. You guys you too. You dropped your badge or button. Oh, I sure did. I can't be dropping that. Nope. nope. I like your hat, by the way, too, oh, man. You got cool style. I bought this out in uh, Wyoming years ago. Anybody was out there. Okay. I knew you had rock and roll all over you. Oh yeah. <laughs> that part was easy to tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do a radio show here in town. Yeah, we're actually recording one right now as we speak. Grandpa's ghost. Grandpa's ghost. Yeah. Okay. Is there? Do you got a link ghost. that they can reach you at? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Transduction Records out of Japan uh, put the last record out. Uh, I think it's a website. You know, I don't do any of the uh, stuff, social media stuff. You know, I'm not involved in that. Probably web pages. Well, if you got enough story to tell uh, over an hour, man, I'll give you a show if you want to do it. Me and my mom do this punk rock podcast. Basically, you know, it's like she's a first generation punk rocker, you know, and. I'm just like, you know, following in her steps there. We just do these shows and expose people, the creative sides, any kind of stories like that, you know. It's literally transpiring right now. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're doing an episode, but yes. Yeah, I mean, he just does it out of his apartment because it's just a radio conversation, you know, essentially. Or, or telephone conversation, a la radio. Style. Yeah, it's just a straight but up old, old school style. J. Edgar Hoover. You know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just recording it right on the phone, and then I put it out so you know people get a chance. Hey, I don't like that episode. You know, obviously they got options. It's not live. It's pre-recorded. You know, so that's how I do it. And uh, yeah, if you ever want, um, I'm on Spotify. The name of the show is called Underground Cartoon Therapy, if you can remember that. Yeah, and just check it out. Leave me a message back there. Tell me how to get a hold of you. I'll give you guys a show. And don't forget your little uh, thing there. Oh, oh, no, that's just the rubber. Oh, oh okay. I didn't, you don't need that. You don't need that. <laughs> hey, I appreciate talking to you, man. And Yeah, I'll look for you. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Mm-hmm. That's it, buddy. Take care. Adios. There you go. Yeah. Grandpa's ghost. Yep, we'll get those guys on our show. I'll talk to anybody. Anybody who, who has something to say. That's a brilliant, <laughs> it's a brilliant band name, by the way. It is a, uh, it's sweet. I love the alliteration. It's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. No, I, I, plenty of people have plenty to say man and uh not everybody wants to talk either so you know you don't know until you ask them and uh they'll let you know they'll let you know how they feel they're not you can't force them to talk yeah you know? man but you put people on camera or put you know put them a mic in their in their face yeah if they get shy or weird or it's like it's exciting <laughs> it's fun it's you know just you know it's like oh yeah so
Yeah. No. It's not really anything. It's really just, again, it's just a conversation. I had this guy named T. Corey B. contact me. Uh, the T. Corey B? The T. Corey B. Is that enough letters for, for a full name? <laughs> he's been a cool supporter. And, uh, he, That's a disc, T. Corey Yeah, he's, he doesn't, he's just joshing you. I am. Uh, and uh, so, you know, I... <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for that one. He, he called up and he was like, "Hey, he contacted me on Instagram. He's like, I really enjoy your podcast. They're very relaxing for some reason." And he goes, "And they're very funny." Cool. And I was like, well, "That was a great, great, simple compliment. Thank you, TC Corbin." <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about one of my favorite books I've never read? <laughs> oh, can my I, God. Can I tell you about one of my favorite books I've we never read? We need more coffee over here. That's no, well, I think they'll charge us more. Oh, will they? They might. No, it's, you said free it, refills. It's a craft. It's free refills. All right, well, I didn't know how to turn and burn. Well, then you'll have to catch her eye whenever she comes around. <laughs> you will be the one. I'll be the one. I will leave you to that. Well, we yeah. are coming near the end of it, no. I guess. Well, I mean, we're good. in the last quarter. Good. Then I'm going to talk about my favorite book I've never read. What's that? Yeast Lords. Yeast Lords. Yes. There's a fictional book from a fantastic movie called Gentleman Broncos. Have you seen this? Uh, Have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, yeah. Not a waiter. Our, our, uh, oh, okay. I'm no, sorry. No. She's got her own. She's got her own zones. <laughs> Section. We're zoned. Tables. We're zoned out. But anyway, in the book, or in the movie, this kid writes a book. And he goes to a writer's camp to basically get, you know, critiqued by, you know, uh, the, the writer that he admires. Right? It's this guy who's kind of like ran his gamut of, of, of actually writing and now he's just absolutely stuck to find ideas for his, for his new book and he ends up basically stealing this kid's work he changes some character names and improvises some other scenes but for the most part he, he re-rips them off hmm. and so at the time that he's basically the story's being kind of like narrated we're getting to see it Sam Rockwell plays like the main character in it it's, I love Sam Rockwell shout out um, but uh, is there a free refill on it? Okay, true. We want to be caffeinated. We want to be, we want to be lit. <laughs> we're in the last we quarter of our podcast. We, we are too. literally, like I said, oh, we're yeah, we're doing it right now. Don't we're tell, don't tell the imp imperial overlords of IHOP, but we've been stealing your music on, on your music. Yes, the, you, uh -huh. know, you know they put subliminals in there, right? Behind the music. Yeah, you know what they're saying. You need more blueberry pancakes. Mm -hmm. You need. <laughs> we need flavored creamer. No. We need flavored oh, creamer. Right? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's up with this? You only got white. I worked at Denny's and they had flavored creamer. I know. I know. And if you had vanilla, I wouldn't have to use sugar. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> oh. Uh, Man, they, these guys. I'm telling you, the Imperial you Overlords. So, <laughs> go watch them in Broncos. Oh yeah. Because, like I said, East Lords is a book that needs to be written. So, anyways, the guy basically, the, it, the, the movie is them doing a low budget rendition of it. 
he sells it to a local director to shoot the film. And so it's a low-budget film being shot. At the same time, you're seeing the book being narrated, and it's far more fantastical and, and actually, like, you know, special effects oh, and things like that. Okay. And it's, it's a hoot. And then it's, it's a hoot. kid's life, you know, in, in and of itself, who's, like I said, it's fantastic. There's, like, a million good actors in it. It's a fantastic movie. It's probably easily one of the best movies. I love it. I adore it. And... My lady was kind enough to get me this Yeast Lords t-shirt that I'm wearing now. And it absolutely befuddles the shit out of people. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. So got it. <laughs> I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm, it's all bravada. It's all I said, provolona. I added the A. Not so, you know, I made it feminine. Oh my god. No, well. Oh, but your New Year's resolution. I'm going to put this back on. I'm going to put this on tape. Okay. Do you remember what the New Year's resolution I gave to you that you were supposed to achieve? No, you don't remember? Probably not. Okay. I told you you were supposed to master learning how to say motherfucker in other languages. Oh. Uh, so the, the gauntlet has been thrown. So you, that is. That I might have to throw that in on the end of this episode and just try my hand. Well, you better start googling some. <laughs> <laughs> there will I will be a googling. I'm a Google watcher. No, no. I'm a Googler. You're a Googler. You like to be a Googler too. We haven't had our our fictitious, um, uh, you know whatever you call it, it's a plea for sponsorship. Plea so, for sponsorship. Because, well, you know, we had, uh, we had Pringles, and then we talked to the Mountain Dew folks and said that we should, um, you know, they should make the Sweet Lightning available year-round all over the country. Oh, they should. That shit should. It's a fucking illegal fucking drug. Yeah, have you had the, have you had the Wicked Apples? Something got on there. Hey, uh, what was there the, was uh, some IHOP oh. riot, riotous assembly we going just, on. Well, we got, um, we we got, got it live. We got a date. We got <laughs> oh, the humanity. The Frutas. <laughs> TMZ. Yes. Call us now. We have, we have evidence. Is um, the IHOP out of control on the next TMZ? Oh, Is the IHOP out of control? <laughs> I need another hand for another yeah, couple of <laughs> And then they got the guys in the dress or in the engineer room all like, "What's wrong with IHOP? What is wrong with these guys?" And then what the happens when I move this lever and back and forth? That wacky IHOP. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what it does. Um. Okay, so <laughs> this is why you know you can. This is punk rock when you can just totally rip on, <laughs> rip on get away with the shit. No, so uh, our sponsorship that yeah. we want now, ish. I want to shout out to Ann Cook at Pepsi Mid America, uh, head of marketing. I'm going to be contacting you about to see if you have any voodoo swag or how I can get the ends on whatever the new mystery flavor is. I want to. Be, I want to. I'm. I'm going to apply at Pepsi Mid America to part of their marketing or or street teams or something. So that when the merchandising drops for Mystery Flavor Four, I'm going to be at the fucking center of that shit. Where do you think the future of, like, 
these kinds of flavor things are going, man. I mean, what can really go from here? You think they can have, like, mentholated drinks? Oh, sure, man. Why not? They're already putting a, they're using a nitrous oxide to, you know, fuse through coffee and shit to make that, um, to make it, you know, foamy and, and heady and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they'll have Pepsi Air. Well, if it was anything like Crystal Pepsi, <laughs> which wasn't bad, though, I, I gave it a... I, gave, I remember it. I gave it, I actually, I was rough on it, and I threw it out the window. It was like one of the few times I've ever littered in my life. <laughs> it, was, it was more, I was just being braggadocious, and it was like, kind of like a BS statement that I did it, but I've since had it, and I like it. I'm all right with it. I mean, it's just a, it's just a color, I guess, you know. That's true. Taste the color. You can taste the color. But again, I also um, took the Pepsi challenge and I, I, I rocked it out. <laughs> I knew it. I knew Pepsi. So yeah. I actually like Pepsi over Coke. Yeah. I like RC actually over Pepsi. There you go. If you got a better Colo than those, send it to uh, AdamairMDGED. <laughs> yeah, if you have ideas for Colas or chips, <laughs> send it to AdamairMDGED. LMNOP. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, I'm actually going to say this real quick. This episode was brought to you by letter PG and by the number 13. Because this is what the show was. We, we kept it to a minimum of profanity. Uh, yeah. That was good. I it's did good. like when I said, suck my nut. And then, like, everybody was like... Yeah, yeah I know. It was... It, yeah. You see the tumbleweeds going... But you remember, even though we're in... A That's what I was shooting for, though. Well... I was shooting for that, but, you know. <laughs> You're always shooting for something, aren't you? Yeah. If it's something's not trying to shoot me. Yes. Well, I was going to say, oh, I was going to make that fun. Yes. You deflated my pun before I got a chance to make it. I know. You depunned me. Pun master. <laughs> depunning. The new pun, pun master That's of the eighth. There yeah. you go. That would be the shitty, one of the shitty superheroes, like, or superpowers, to depun someone. Oh, yeah. Punster. No, depunster. <laughs> the depunster. De <laughs> you got DP. You got DP'd. On your chest. <laughs> See, that's the superhero that never... That's, that, that's that, the that, hall that, of villains. That, yeah, yeah. The, the hall of villains that never made it off the ground. There's just some that just really don't go anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like Kite Man. Kite Man. But he did. He was in fucking Peacemaker. I know. He and, made it in. But he's also in um, Harlequin. Here, we got the oh, oh no no alarm. The fucking shit alarm's going off, you guys. All right. Well, this is where you put in all the fillers and stuff. I hop... Uh, Affiliates mm -hmm. want to thank you for your, your patronage. Yep, and this suspends at least a month off their probation. Easily. Yeah. We won't ever talk about the ground up children again. Even though there was a syrup fight earlier. I thought. Yeah, there was a syrup, sure? a total syrup fight. <laughs> talk about Oda Humanity. I, the log cabin luchadores. <laughs> We were going to talk about that, man. What happens if Mexico stays to Mexico? Oh, man, Mexico. That's this another... interview's over. Yep, yeah, we're done. All right. Until next time, pay your fucking waitress a tip if you can. And if you can't, tell her she's got a great smile or some shit. That's right. Tip to the lip. <laughs> or give her a tip, you know. Like, you know, just... Hey, don't take any wooden nickels. You know, that's a good tip. Probably. 
probably a good tip. Anyway, give the studio a call, 206-666-5847. We're wrapping this motherfucker up. Suicidal tendencies, supposedly later today. Uh, with my buddy Daniel, it's hit or miss, man. We'll see if he comes through with flying carpets. Otherwise, we're fucking done here, dude. I'm about as caffeinated as it's fucking really going to get. Okay, because you asked for more. That's right. I don't mind wasting their fucking product. Well, then we'll, we could do another show. We could do another show. All right, and scene. And scene. Testing the fuck out. Well, that was a lovely little fucking brunch. I hop. It's all right. It used to be better. It used to be better when my neighbor didn't pull a fucking gun on me. Because he's some fucking schizophrenic. I mean, my mom can handle the schizophrenic motherfuckers. I can't, dude. It's too much. I just want to kick him into the fucking genitalia. Faith no more, motherfucker. Thank Josh for joining me today. I had eight bucks left. I spent seven on, on fucking coffee for me and him. But he did throw down a little bit later on some Gleam Team Keith, Keith and Shake combo. <laughs> if you guys have a story, you guys can call me and my mom. She's been up and down with her health, but she's around. She's actually laying on the couch next to me here. With two ungrateful fucking dogs that don't even deserve her love at all. Fuck IHOP. Fuck my neighbor. Fuck Carbondale. I'm fucking out of there. I fucking left. Uh, you know, I gotta spiritually love everybody, but that doesn't mean I gotta like their ass. <laughs> I definitely don't like fucking dealing with fucking schizophrenics who don't get help or self-medicate. That shit's the fucking worst. Goodbye, motherfucker. Wish I could see Faith no more right now. That'd be great. You want to leave some money for me and my mom? You can PayPal us at adam.air.williams at gmail.com. Nobody ever fucking really does anyway, but hey, I'm just throwing it out there. It's generally fucking community service, but the numbers have been getting picking, picking up, I guess. Uh, the second most heard place we are heard other than America is Australia right now. Couldn't tell you why. And uh, that's about it. Aloha from New Orleans. And uh, me and my mom here. Talk to you guys in a bit, alright? <laughs> Send us some fucking money and tune in.
31,200 listeners right now. All right, Lake. You've been listening to Adam Aaron, the GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy.